we're moving, we're shaking, we're. I was trying we're to here. think of something that rhymed. I couldn't. My brain is done. Da 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 da. This time we're recording on a Friday night. Getting wild. Woo! We're having a couple brewskis. Yes. That's right. This is murder happy hour. At a late happy hour. Yeah. It's like bedtime, but we're going with For it. For you, it's Wednesday at 5. Wednesday at 5, yeah. So grab a grab a glass. Fill it up. So we're coming to you from our uh, coronavirus quarantine <laughs> quarters. For real. <laughs> Guys, it's not scary. Yeah, not trying to make light of it, but no. our state just kind of started getting really into the mix with all of this, so it's kind of like, a, like literally there's no toilet paper left anywhere. No, it's kind of like a panic and run situation. So, yeah, it's everything has really happened within the past like two days. Mm-hmm. It feels like, and by the time this actually comes out, hopefully we're on the downside. I yeah, doubt I'm it, not holding my breath. No, but hopefully we're taking the right measures too. Stop the spread. Yeah, slow this. Not even stop it. Slow, slow the spread down so that our hospital systems do not become overloaded. Yes, and give the CDC a chance to. Catch up to life here. Yeah. So, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. You'll be fine. We'll all be fine. It's just... Everything is fine. Wash your hands. Do what the doctors tell you. Don't buy all the toilet paper, please. Because there's some people who just need it. Yeah, and not everybody can stock up. No, toilet paper is expensive. It is. on On a normal day. And I bet that it's more expensive right now because... That's how economics works. You guys. know it's not good when Target's limiting how many toilet papers you they can buy. Are. Toilet paper. Well, that's smart, though. Kleenexes, hand sanitizer, Lysol wipes. Like, you can only get four per customer, which four is still a little that's excessive. Still, that's still a little bit of a hoarding. And then also, if you have, like, a family, you can each probably run a transaction. Yeah. But they're so, trying. They're trying. Good they're making Target. a valiant effort, so... I was just telling Amber, actually, that I was at our local grocery store at noon yesterday, and, like, the toilet paper was full, and then the governor made his press conference about, like, we have our first confirmed case, blah, blah, blah. Three o'clock in the afternoon, the shelves were clear of toilet paper. Like, you are not going to get diarrhea from this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you might, but, like... Well, and that's... If you need 72 rolls of toilet paper to get you through a two-week quarantine, <laughs> you should have been at the doctor long before now. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> I was like, one of our other co-workers was like, we're out of toilet paper, I have to go get some. And she was starting to get concerned about it. And I was yeah. like, well, go now because it's, like, I never thought this was going to be a problem. <laughs> no. So then she's calling her boyfriend, like, you need to go get toilet paper. <laughs> and then you look like the crazy one who's stockpiling, but you're really like, I only have a roll. I know. I need it. I need it for the weekend. Like I said, I have a three and a half year old at home who just finally decided pooping on the body is cool. We are not running out of toilet paper at our house. <laughs> we can't. We just can't. We've worked too hard for this moment. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so there's, there's your current events for the day. Exactly. Yep. Don't panic. Stay calm. Try your best. Coming from me, who was it's like, I don't hard. know how many beers I can have because I still need to take my anxiety meds tonight. <laughs> it's all right. Welcome to my life. We'll be good. We'll be good. We'll be fine. But yeah, so let's let's talk about murder instead. Oh, hold on. I have to share the text that Morgan <laughs> <laughs> sent me because this is too good not to share. Hang on. We text a lot, so I gotta scroll back. <laughs> we literally see each other 
constantly. For but 32 hours a week. We always have texts and Snapchats. And something going something somewhere. Happening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for my kids to go to bed tonight so I can snuggle up with my laptop and read about murder to take my mind off this beeped up world we're in. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the coronavirus is the problem. Not all the murderers. Not the murders and, and everything. Yeah, we, there's so... That's okay for me. It's just more problems, guys. Yeah. This is just what the world is these days. Yep. As days. I As I walk into Amber's house tonight with my pajamas on from yesterday still... I haven't washed my hair in three days, and I didn't even realize. I'm like, oh. And her husband's like, are you quarantining? Or I'm like, mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. I'm social distancing. Yes. Except for she's at my house, but it's okay. I mean, I'm around you. We're, we see each other all the time anyway. It's I'm okay. not going to cough on you. I'll keep my droplets to myself. Right. We have plenty of hand soap at my residence. Lots of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> So this week we're bringing you another unsolved case. A very unsolved case. Very unsolved. Like, it's a super mystery, and we're sorry that we're not sorry. But our next, like, next week, we promise, yep. a solved one again. Yep, it's real solved. 100% solved. Yeah, this one is not. This week we're talking about Aisha Degree, who is um, a young girl from Shelby, North Carolina, she was born August 5th, 1990, so she's a couple months older than me, which is crazy oh, to think yeah. about, like, putting it in perspective. I know, yeah, because she went, yeah, so she went missing Valentine's Day of 2000, 2000 at age nine, and I know it took me seeing her birthday to be like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, like, I'm just a little bit older than she would be now. And it just actually, not too long ago, was the 20th anniversary of her yeah. disappearance and still crickets. Nothing. I mean, hate to ruin surprise for you guys if you yeah like we're not we have spoilers but the story is still yeah worth listening to (laughs) it is stay stick around yeah so Aisha was born august 5th 1990 1990 uh, in shelby north carolina she had one older brother named o'brien which is quite the name yeah, I like that name. Oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah, it's interesting. Mm. So is Aisha. That's a cute name, too. Yeah. Her mom's name was Iquila. I, I'm probably really butchering that. I didn't even put her, names. I just... Her dad's name was Harold. Harold. <laughs> 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 like, the rest of them are all, like... Like, very unique names. And Harold. then it's, like, Harold. Sorry, Harold. That's a nice <laughs> name, too. Aisha loved playing basketball. She was a star point guard. She was a great student, very responsible, had an excellent attendance record. Yeah, their family was, like, normal. Like, they went to school. They went to church. They were actually, like, a little bit sheltered, it seemed like. Yeah, like, very sheltered. Like, they didn't have a computer, which, in you know, early 90s, 2000, or, I'm sorry, late Late 90s, 2000s, like, not that strange, really, yeah. but I mean, yeah. But really, like, didn't watch much for TV. Yeah, like, like their mom and dad were pretty, like, I don't think they even had, like, a super ton of close friends, by the way it sounded. It was, like, their extended family, their church family. Right, it was, like, go to school, school. go to church, come home, mm-hmm. and, like, spend family time. Yeah. Uh, they were, quote, insulated from outside influences. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Which I suppose, yeah, like, they, it's not like they had the news running at night because yes. they were trying to shelter. Uh, her daughter, or I'm sorry, Aquila said about Aisha that she was very cautious and shy. She was terrified of dogs. 
it's just like some of the stuff that she's said about her we'll get to this but yeah. it's just kind of weird to me but so middle of the night february 14th 2000 um they're not exactly sure what time she left home no, they have... Okay, so there's, like, kind of a timeline. I'm all about the timelines. Yeah, there kind of is. It's yeah. pretty loose, but... So, yeah, so they... It was a Sunday, so they went to church, they came home, and it was, like, a normal day. Um, so that night, about 8 o'clock, the kids went to bed, and they shared a bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, that would suck. <laughs> <laughs> they probably didn't love it, would be my guess. Um, and the power went out at about nine. Yeah, like a car hit a light pole oh, or something. Yeah. There, yeah, there was some big story behind it. Yeah. So the kids weren't didn't take a bath the night before because apparently of this powder out power outage. Yeah. Um, and then the power came back uh, at twelve thirty, and their dad checked on them. They mm-hmm. were still sleeping, and then also he checked on them again. At 2.30 in the morning before he went to bed. Like, holy cow. He, oh, he had kind of a weird squ- schedule, though. Oh. He was, like, a second shift worker somewhere. Oh, so he so, was, like, up in the middle of the night, I suppose. Yeah. He slept during the day. So, so I'm pretty sure my brother's, like, a second shift worker, and they work from, like, 2 to 11. So I'm sure he gets home, and my brother does the same thing. Like, gets home at 11 or 12. Right, and so Call, you, you wind down. You're you gonna know. eat something. Yeah, yeah hang so, out a bit. So okay, so so not that's like, no pretty normal time frame. And for, I suppose and being up because the power was out too, yeah. probably when you were getting home and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So like two thirty a.m. That's probably the last time that they knew for sure she was there. she was accounted mm-hmm. for. Yep. And not long after, O'Brien really wasn't sure, but he heard. Aisha's bed kind of squeaking or whatever like you do when somebody rolls over. He assumed just that, that she was rolling over in her sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we're pretty certain that it was her getting out of bed, grabbing her backpack that she had pre-packed and yeah. taking off out into the night. And I mean, it was like nasty weather outside, like no, very wa- heavy wind and rain. Like, yeah, it was <clears throat> icky. And she, yeah, like the weird Walking thing, down the highway. Yes. And the weird thing was like in this backpack she packed, she put several outfits in there mm-hmm. and like it was very much looked like she intended to, to leave, leave home yep. on purpose. And Had some did. interest, other interesting stuff in there though, like a hair bow which we'll get to a little later. Hair bows, markers, candies, like which, just like I suppose if you're nine and you're like packing a bag, like yeah, I, true. Is that what you? I mean, I suppose like I would pack candy if I was packing a bag. <clears throat> so but. something interesting to note with this: her English class had just finished reading a book called *The Whipping Boy* about two kids who run away and then eventually come home. No So way. that's kind of an interesting, oh. not that that for sure has anything to do with it. No, but, but it's kind of like a fun fact, like what yeah. are the chances sort of thing. Um, so several eyewitnesses saw what we now know was very likely Aisha walking down the highway between 3.45 and 4.15 a.m. Based on what she was wearing and her physical description, um, they said that she was wearing a long sleeve white top and white pants. In not wearing any winter gear, and it was yeah, cold Yeah, it was cold out. and icky <clears throat> out. And, yeah, one of the people who saw her actually um, turned, turned around. around. It was about a mile, mile and a half from her house. They figured yeah. out after the fact. But because um, he thought, you know, it looked a little odd. He a little kid. Around, and a yeah, to see what the deal was and started to approach her, and she ran off into mm-hmm. the woods. 
So that morning, Aisha's mom woke up about 5.45 to get the kids in the bath and get ready for school. Um, she went to their room and noticed that O'Brien was in his bed, but Aisha wasn't there. And then she checked the rest of the house, checked their cars. Aisha's grandmother just lived right down the street, so they went and checked her house. And when she wasn't there, that's kind of when they really started to panic. Mm -hmm. And basically the family just, like, went up and down the street, like, yelling, basically, and woke everybody up. Yeah, um, they did contact the police to pretty almost much right, right away. away. Yep, and the police <clears throat> did start searching right away. They um, brought dogs. The dogs couldn't pick up her scent, though. Um, like, at all. Like, yeah. not even, like, a step away from the house. Which is kind of, which I suppose it was the raining storm, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But you'd think if she had been there, you know, I mean, lived there, they would find some sort of... But. Right, but I suppose they maybe, you know, had it, got it at her house, and then mm -hmm. as soon as she was outside, they lost it, but... So over the next week or so, they searched a three-mile radius of her house. Over 9,000 man-hours were spent in the, in that week looking for her. Yeah, like this wasn't without effort. I mean, mm -hmm. they were looking constantly, and there was lots of people looking. And yeah, and, and the eyewitnesses that saw her on the road did come forward once it was on the news, but they had no idea, like, no, oh, they this didn't little know girl's time, missing. But like, yeah, it was they, weird, but... Yeah, once they realized it, mm -hmm. that's when they found out and came forward. So the searchers found a few personal items of Aisha's near the spot she was last seen, which is what they found um, in the shed. So there was this kind of abandoned little industrial shed type thing that they found where they found the candy bars. Mm -hmm. They found markers, pencils, and a Mickey Mouse hair bow, which her family said was hers. So no backpack, no Asia, just those just items. Those so they things. knew that she had very likely been there. Yep. But <clears throat> basically the trail was like instantly cold. Yeah, Nothing. They, never, they never got a good lead at mm -hmm. all from any of this. So approximately 18 months after she was last seen, so we're looking about August 2001, her backpack was found buried in two plastic bags near a construction site along the highway where she disappeared. Yeah, but the opposite direction. Yeah. Of what she was walking. <clears throat> the bag was still fully packed. It included the Dr. Seuss book McGill Mc McGilligat's Pool and a New Kids on the Block t-shirt. Which... The Neither book was no hers. No, the book was from her school library, but mm -hmm. they they couldn't like trace back to see who checked it out because it was like or, a stamp back well, in the of day. Of course, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And her parents didn't recognize the shirt at all. Like they, yeah. neither item was known. So so random, mm -hmm. and I, they knew for sure it was her backpack because it literally had her, had her name, name and phone number. number on it. Yeah. yeah. So the team that is still now working on this case believes that those two pieces are the key to solving this whole thing. Yeah, like, they, there's like, something with that there. they, recently released that information. Yeah. I want to say. Yeah, they didn't put that out for a long time. Yeah, it was, like, years so. later. Um, yeah, so it honestly, like, it just kind of ended there. They found mm -hmm. the backpack a year and a half later, and then nothing until um, 2004. Yeah. They got a tip that they thought was legitimate enough to look into. It was from a mm -hmm. county jail inmate, I believe. Yep. Um, and it led to digging. I'm I'm not even sure where. I don't know if you have that. It was like they dug at a specific at a intersection. That, yeah. That this person said, "Look here," type of thing. Yep. And they found animal bones. Yeah. And that was it. And didn't they find like a 
I think they found a pair of, like, khaki pants. Well, and I was, okay, so I have, I was a little confused, and I was, you know, reading multiple sources here. At one point, I saw that the men's pants and animal rain, remains were found with her backpack and the con, like okay. near the construction site and i think there i think the animal bones from this tip were separate mm-hmm. but i'm not 100% sure yeah. but yeah either way i mean there was some men's khaki khakis pants. and animal bones so, so nothing really very helpful. strange yeah so something that kind of was baffling to some people was the mickey mouse hair bow is like she was almost 10 years old wearing a mickey mouse hair bow mm-hmm. which I think that just kind of goes to show you that she was very sheltered, very sheltered. and she was not, not want to say immature, but like she just wasn't. She was like, she probably was like young for her age, yes, if that makes yes. sense. Very innocent. Not, innocent. That's mm-hmm. a good word. Yep. So the questions, why did she, like they still have now, why did she run away from home if she chose to? There's really no reason why she would have. No, there was no like typical signs no. of it, of like. Family, family feud, turmoil, abuse, nothing. Nope. And they also said that, um, what do they say, 12 is the average yeah. age? Yeah, and for so runaways? she was pretty young. Yeah, I mean, not to say that it can't happen, yeah. but. The only thing that had happened recently was that she was upset because they had lost a basketball game yeah. because she fouled out. But, like, you're going to run away from home. It just seems real, yeah. Like, with the book, it's with the book that they read about the kid running away from home, it just seems really interesting, like, very coincidental. Maybe it was, yeah. Well, and how you had mentioned how her mom had said, you know, she was, like, scared of dogs and scared Would of... Would never leave the house alone. Yeah. Like, it's just very strange that in the middle, middle of the black night, of night... And a terrible, stormy, scary night. You would just night. leave. Yeah. Because I don't like going out in the middle of the night in a storm by myself. I don't, I don't even... I don't even like getting out of bed no. in the middle of the night. I'm like thankful that I have a bathroom attached to mm-hmm, my bedroom same. because I hate going out into the hallway into my dark house and yep. being like, oh, it's the middle of the night. And I'm a, I'm a grown woman. <laughs> even taking my garbage can out to the curb at like 9 p.m., I'm like, Woo! Right, you like scurry back in. Because <laughs> I live kind of like on the edge of town and our streetlights aren't very bright and I'm like, oh, God. She Somebody's pa- coming. She paints a picture like she lives in like this super sketchy part of town. <laughs> no, but I do live on the edge of I town. Live on the edge of town. I do. Well, she does. I mean, it's a There's decent a, neighborhood. But. Yes, my neighborhood's just fine, but it literally is but on the edge of town. Stuff can happen yes. anywhere, guys. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So it just it's like it's super weird, and mm-hmm. they they do think though that even if she was running away willingly that she definitely met with foul play of somewhere and i don't know how they necessarily came to this conclusion they don't seem to be releasing a ton of information Mm -mm. nor do they probably even have a ton of information i don't think they have really much of anything so 2013 her mom aquila did an interview with jet magazine basically saying that if her daughter was white the police would be paying more attention to this, and there very well could be truth to that. We're not going to speak to that. That's not our deal. The weird thing for me was that her mom said that they were not allowed to use the internet, the computer, anything, and the quote from her mom was, every time you turned on the TV, there was some pedophile who had lured somebody's child away from the, via the internet. Like, that's just such a strange thing to say. Such a very specific worry to have. When your daughter, yeah, disappear. It just seems very strange. Interesting. terrified of dogs like just the way the mom says like she was terrified of dogs she was so cautious she would never leave the house like it just 
seems really strange to me that that's what you'd want to talk about that's what you when choose. your daughter's been missing for 13 years. Yeah, interesting. Um, what else did I have? So then 2015, the FBI actually reopened the investigation and began to take part in that before it was just like the SBI. Um, and they began to offer a reward for any information. Based on what she had taken with her, they thought she probably planned to be gone for, like, a couple of days. Sure. But, like they said, this is not your typical runaway. Like, not your... Um, the reopening of the case turned up a new lead. She... Eyewitnesses believe that they saw her getting into either a dark green early 1970s Lincoln Continental Mark IV, I think that is... Or a Ford Thunderbird, also dark green, with rust around the wheel wells. So very specific. <laughs> yeah. So a green car. A green sedan a green with rust around the wheels. A green older car, yes. yeah. 2017, the Child Abduction Rapid Deployment Team. Oh, wow. <laughs> which, like, rapid deployment, it's been 17 years, but... <laughs> you ain't so rapid. <laughs> ...was brought on to assist in the investigation. And since they were brought in in 2017, they've conducted over 300 interviews. Yeah. Well, and it's a have, lot of interviews. And they have, like, a ton of leads and stuff they... They say. say. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. So, they don't have any suspects. No. The theories. leads and theories, yeah. but no suspect. There was... Which you know we're going to talk about the theories. We always got to talk about all the theories. the theories. But yeah, so I only found that there was one suspect at one point, mm -hmm. and that was back in 2014. Mm -hmm. um, there was a 52-year-old guy named Donald Preston Ferguson, um, and he was arrested for a 1990 murder of a 7-year-old girl. Yep. Um, he'd also been arrested in 1989 for sexually assaulting a 10-year-old girl, which he served eight years in prison for. Yep. And that case was solved through DNA in a right. different case, which led to him. Anyway, so this guy was, like, all kinds of shady. Scummy. Mm -hmm. And definitely, like, with the age of the kids and location yep. and things, it was, like, okay. And um, so this Shalonda Poole, that was the seven-year-old that he had... Um, murdered mm -hmm. in 1990. Um, her case was, like, super similar to Asia's. Yeah, super strange. Yeah, where she shared a bedroom with a sibling, and she disappeared in the early hours of the morning. Um, but this guy apparently knew her family. Had, like, played cards with her family and Yeah, stuff. and, like, and her body was found the next day. Um, she'd been sexually assaulted, stabbed, and strangled. And they just thought, you know... Mm -hmm. super similar. They looked into it. They thoroughly investigated um, for a connection to Aisha's case, but it was found that this was just a fluke. Dead end, yeah. There's just, like, a lot of really sucky people out there, <coughs> and he just happened to be one of them. Mm -hmm. Theory number two is, of course, the family. Probably mm -hmm. actually theory number one, but... Yeah. Um, but the family all took polygraphs and passed with flying colors. Like, they've... I mean, there's been some weird things that have been said. Yeah, but I don't think anything no. that was, like, suspicious no, or not that would lead suspicious. them to... So, I fell down the re the Reddit rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Same. As I'm, like, up until 3 in the morning, like, scrolling Reddit, Reddit, reading every Tom, Dick, and Harry's thought oh about... Oh, my gosh, I know. So, the main theory, and this is kind of what I think, is someone, an adult in her life, was, like, grooming her for this. Yes. Whether it be at church, a coach, a family friend, whoever... Somebody was grooming her to eventually 
Like, okay, well, you go to this specific spot and yes. wait for me. And she was like the perfect candidate yep. for it. She just sheltered, sheltered. Innocent. Yep, exactly. Yeah, because that's where my money is. But. That's where I, that was absolutely. I totally agree with you there. I think that too. Like, or maybe it was even this was also like a theory on Reddit, and that kind of could go along with this one. Like. It was, like, a dad of a friend mm-hmm. or, like, you know, a basketball teammate or something. So it's, like, yep. it wouldn't be weird that this person was with her quite a bit if, yep. you know, maybe they were getting wouldn't rides. or Yeah. Yep. But, you know, just kind of, like, slipping her information yep. and getting her ready for it. And It's just really... I just go back to the, the, the things that are the strangest to me in this case is the book. That they read that book mm-hmm. about the kid running away and then suddenly she's gone. The mom's comment about every time you turned on TV, there was some pedophile luring your kid. That really sits weird with me. I don't know why. And I think for, sh- like, my, m- I would bet money on that somebody, like, grooming her to get her. Yeah, I just, she doesn't seem like the kid who would just up and decide to pack her yep. bag and run away in the middle of the night. It's yep. like somebody, she seems very much like somebody's telling her what to do. Mm-hmm. And... You know, and, uh, in it's all gonna a- be this day. Yeah, like in all aspects of her life, like her parents were like, "This yep. is what you do. You go to church. You don't watch yep. TV. You come home." So it's like, you know, if an older, respected person yep. in her life is telling her these things over time, you know, she's like, "Okay, tonight's the night. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go." Because she obviously left her house willingly. Like yep. all signs point. All to doors that. were locked. All windows were locked. Yeah. So. And to this day. 20, like almost twenty years, or a little, little more than twenty years later, she's she's just gone, disappeared, and there's air. never been any body found. They've done like um, yeah. age progression photos to see what she'd look like now, mm-hmm. but there's never been any physical evidence. I mean, they found her stuff, but even that hasn't brought them anywhere. No, I mean, I mean nothing. Not even to have any leads of any people. At all, whatsoever. It just yeah. seems... I shouldn't, I shouldn't say no leads, but, like, no suspects. Usually in cases like this, you at yeah, least have, you have somebody. Or, yeah. Yeah. So it's just kind of wild. Which maybe the... They now, since 2015, have something, and they're just waiting for the right moment. It's hard to say. Right. And that's the thing with cases like this. Like, they can't release everything, especially no. if they are close to finding. You know, yeah. they have to keep it... So this is another one that, if anything ever happens, <laughs> we'll let you know. Oh, 20, what, 27 episodes in, and we'll still we let have you know. no updates. We'll let you know <laughs> up here in the Midwest. We will let you know. But, yeah, so we hope that someday this becomes one of those cold cases DNA that cases. gets solved somehow. Spoiler alert, next week you guys want to tune in because this yeah. one, next week's is a good one. It is. It's, it's a DNA case. Yes, which we love. We love DNA. And it's solved. It's solved. It's a DNA case. And the way that this case got solved is, like, it's the coolest thing ever. Awesome. So, yeah. Not that we're trying to plug you to come back, but come back. But, I mean, that's totally what we're doing. We're not... We're not... Yeah, we're, we're s- not. We're, we're, s- we're just not. We're just, <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know. <laughs> So make sure you come back next week to see us, guys. But until then, stay Stay safe, safe. lock your freaking doors, and wash your hands! Wash your freaking hands! (laughs) (laughs) Bye! Bye!